Kamusta Katanumers? Welcome to Tanum Tuesdays, a podcast where we talk to folks around the Philippines about their gardens, farms, food forests, and anything and everything about Tanum, which means plants. Here are your Katanumers in this podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Jinkin. I'm Marcel. And I'm Albert. And now, on with the show. Hello, Katanumers. How are you all? I hope everyone's doing okay. This week, we'll be hearing from urban gardener Ren Stixai. He's based in Paranaque, and he's been into plants way before the pandemic and all the lockdowns. So he's had many learnings and discoveries in his garden, and he talks about them in this interview, so we can all have the benefit of learning from his experience. This is also the first time we're interviewing someone who doesn't garden or farm full-time. So Renz has a day job, a full-time job, and he attends to his garden and growing food forest early mornings and on weekends. So it's also exciting to learn about someone who we may be able to relate to more easily, especially if we also have our own jobs or if we only have a limited amount of time to spend with our plants. So without further ado, here's my interview with Renz. All right. So maybe you can um, introduce yourself and uh, just a little background about you, what you do, where you're based. It doesn't have to be specific or anything, as, you know, as comfortable as you want to share. Sure. Okay, I'm Ren Um I was born and lived here in Paranaque. Um... I live in Paranaque with my wife and two kids. So I have um, an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. Girl and boy. Boy and Um I work. Unfortunately, I work now in the office, back in the office after lockdown. So I work in a bank. Um, I'm in IT. I'm a solutions architect. So every day I... I solve problems of the company and make solutions for for different business groups. So, parang it's kind of the same when I see it and look at it in gardening. Because you kind of look at the problems in your plants, you know, and you try to find solutions. Para de, di ba? Um, so, when did I start? I started uh, ever since. Um, actually, I don't know when, <laughs> pero I used to store every seed ng mga mga fruits na kinakain ko. Tapos um, I just like planting it. I don't know when it started, pero I was try planting it and see what happens. And then. Um, Ayun, yung 2017, uh, 2018, I started creating an Instagram account for bonsai. I had this dream of trying to, or this goal of trying to do bonsai with native trees and with fruit trees. So, either fruit trees or native flowering trees. Kasi nakikita ko yung mga... And dang magandang flowering trees, diba? And, um, lalo na native and un, parang unforgotten, 
And then I wanted to showcase that um, and do it on bonsai because I don't have a big um, space or a big lot. And before I want, I, I really like bonsai also, the art of forming something no, through the bonsai. 2018, I started an Instagram for bonsai uh, Philippines. So parang bonsai Manila pa ngayon tawag. I even created bonsai Manila at gmail.com. So I started posting and then um, late 2018, parang I realized, parang ang tagal ng bonsai, no? And then I was spending my weekends doing bonsai and then parang ang dami ko naubos na oras. Naubos yung weekend and then I'm just spending it on my bonsai. Eh, I'm parang the whole week I already, I'm already at work and then Um, and then on the weekend, I was still spent on my bonsai. So parang, I was thinking, what can I do that hindi lang ako yung benefit and the whole family can benefit. So, I started transitioning into vegetable gardening or change my... Parang, I have siguro mga 18, 20 square meters ng backyards before we got this house para because of the because of the backyard kasi medyo malaki siya and then the kids can roam around we can put slides or we can put uh, we can play there ganun tapos niloko pa nga yung wife ko na some part yung half nun gawin na natin swimming pool um, so yun and then I started sobrang hindi ko alam dahil sa sobrang dami kong trees na nasa uh, mga paper cup, mga plastic cups. Hindi ko alam kung anong gusto kong tanim. Hindi ko alam kung ang hirap mag-decide ko anong tatanim mo, di ba? So, mangga, avocado, I have kainito, yun yung mga tinatanim ko before. And then, it's so hard to decide until we decided, sige, let's pick fruits na sobrang gusto natin o ikaw anong gusto mo, Milo, ikaw anong gusto mo. Uh, what would Isla like? So we decided on avocado, longan, and then bayabas. And then I think I can still can decide on my own. So yung mga akin nasa pots. <laughs> so my counting trees, then I started creating a raised bed. So that's when it started doing vegetable gardening and trying to do like, uh, wala, buibili lang ako ng seeds sa uh, Ace Hardware. Pinayalang <laughs> kung bilang ng seeds before, uh, hindi pa sa mga plant shop. So, yun. That's where, uh, 2019, then 2019 came, um, we tried, pag nanonood ako ng videos, I watch yung mga Curtis Stone ba yan? Have you watched that? Curtis But some of the Great American Farm Tour, there's this guy who's into farming and he has a family He, he converted the big bus into a an RV. Tapos, they went around America to do a farm tour. So, parang every, parang he goes to different farms in America and try to get, try to interview and try to get ideas, try to get yeah. what is what is America doing in farms. So, sobrang dami niyang episodes. And then, Um, I think that's when, so minsan, we, we travel a lot before then also, um, as much as we can. 
So, uh, there was one time that we tried to stay in Tagaytay and then tried to stay in the weekend farm. Yeah. Um, so, there's this place, the weekend farm. The weekend farmer. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so we stay there. I look at the farm. I look at them. Then I brought home. Sobrang sarap ng saging nila. Na, I, I'm sure you've seen it on my post. Parang halong lakatan and saba. Wow. The taste and the, yung itsura niya is like a, a hybrid of um, lakatan and saba. Wow. So some call it honey bananas. So, sobrang sarap ng tinray na we tried it raw and we tried it in Maruya. And so, they use it on so many things. I brought it home and then, yun, wala, tuloy-tuloy na. So, the whole last, the whole of last year is trying to convert every soil part of the house into a planting spot. Parang yan Right. And um, how big, again, are you, how big of a piece of land are you working with? I'm, the house is like 227 square meters. And then, leaf land. So, yung liquid is um, around, siguro around 20 square meters lang yung liquid. And then, the rest is yung mga sides. Side na ng, ng, the side of the house. I think you've seen yung, yung planting plan, na? Yung planting design. Yes, yes. Um, so, as, I was reading up on permaculture, and then I read the zones. I even bought yung Gaia's Gardens, na book. And then I was reading on zones, and I was trying to think how to make zones in an urban setting, or how to apply permaculture in an urban setting, specifically in a house, not in an urban farm. Um, so... San yung zone one, san yung veggies or yung compost bin, and then try to look at zone two, zone one and zone two halos parewa lang. And then the zone three, I tried to put yung mga ampalaya or yung mga crawlings. Um, and then zone four was supposed to be the food forest. Yun yung parang 18, 18 square meters, yung part ng 20 square meters. Uh, I tried to make it as a food forest. So, kasi doon na rin natanim yung una kong tinanim na longgan, tapos yung bayabas, tapos yung alatitis. And then yung um, there was a cit- may citrus na hindi ko alam ko anong citrus siya, pero parang volunteer plant na pinabayaan ko lang siya. So, surprise na lang kung ano yung bunga ito. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, so, parang the whole 2019 was parang a discovery of everything, uh, everything planting. Because, for example, yeah, some part of mid-2019, yung araw was on the right side of the house. So, dun ako nag, kasi diba, kasi uh, my earth, the house is facing north. So, this is, this is sunrise, yung harap ko. So, yung likod is sunset. So, syempre, mas mainit doon. Dito yung, itong part na to, so, dito ka nilagay yung mga nursery, yung siblings. Para hindi ganun kalakas yung araw. Yung init, no? So, morning sun. Before, on this side, last year, parang nandiside, andito yung araw. 
And then, the, come, parang quarter one or quarter two, January to March, dito siya sa kabila. So, last year, I planted, I, I tried to plan na nandito yung mga veggies to take for lots of sun. And then, biglang lumipan sa kabila. So, nakawala ng araw dito. Nakawala ng araw yung, yung malaman, o yung ano, yung uh, veggies. So, those things. So, isang sobrang pinaka-realization ko is that there's a lot of things that I don't know. And, for example, yung millipedes. Sobrang minasakar ko sila dati because um, tag-ulan, nag-ano siya, nag-andam, parang dumami yung millipedes. Sobrang dami. And I don't know, akala ko pest siya before. So, minasakar ko silang lahat. As in, every morning, I have to collect the millipedes and try to put it somewhere. Nilagay ko sila sa, nilagay ko sila sa, sa bote. Lately, I realized, I really have to read before doing something or try to search ano ba yung nangyayari before trying to decide on things. So, then I discovered the millipedes are so much beneficial in the forest and so much beneficial for plants, like worms. Um, so, there's even parang one study that I saw na parang pinuprove nila na mas malakas pa yung vermica, o yung, yung castings ng millipedes versus, yeah. uh, versus worms. But, uh, pero when I try to do more research, sobrang... Parang, parang hindi ganun kadami. Millipedes are some, yung iba used for pets. Uh, pero yung studies to confirm that um, mas maganda nga yung casting niya. Merong isa, Millipo yung tawag. Millipo yung, parang yung brand ng casting niya. Yun yung tinawag niya. And then yung iba is calling it Millicomposting. Wow, so, I've never heard of that. After that, I everywhere I I see them crawling on cement. Kasi minsan tumatawid sila eh. Tapos dati napakan ko lang sila. <laughs> Tapos, um, yun, so I try to, to transfer. The millipedes are sobrang harmless. They eat, like worms, they eat um, decaying roots or decaying veggies or decaying materials. And then they poop. So they don't actually attack like healthy plants. Like they don't eat the leaves of those plants. Some there's there some say pag wala na silang makain, they will attack the veggies. But your if your veggies are healthy and then there's so much raw so much um um decaying materials around. So kunari, if you have compost, I put I put a lot of um dried leaves. Yung dried leaves, dried leaves, sorry ko naman, my kids, um, over the weekend, my kids go to school for yung extracurricular activities. And in a village somewhere in the south, I will not name it, <laughs> but they have a very good um, system of um, segregation. So they, if there's a green garbage bag, so green yung garbage bag, alam mong green waste yun. So it's all about dried leaves or dried uh, everything uh, green. 
So, pag after the ex, the after the school activity on a Saturday, pag pauwi na kami, we will pass through. Eh, Saturday is garbage day, usually. Um, or at least in that in that village. We will, I will steal. <laughs> Parang. So, I'm stealing yung mga garbage, garbage bags. Nice. Filled with green leaves, uh, dried leaves, actually. And then, yun yung, as in, tinatambak ko sa lahat, tinatambak ko sa likod, tinatambak ko on every pot, in every, ano. So, it's compost and mulch and food for the millipedes and other creatures, other soil creatures. Right, right. Um, now, since you've mentioned compost, I know you keep uh, worms, right, for vermicomposting. Uh, do you do other kinds? Like, can you tell us um, what are the kinds of composting you do and how you do it? Um, one, I do, sometimes I do direct. So, when I, I, have, I have bananas, I have big banana trees, uh, or plant down in the tree. Meantime, <laughs> uh, I throw them directly there, dun sa banana tree. And then cover it. Para hindi naman masyadong malam, mal, ma, or I put it sa, syempre we mulch it with banana leaves also, di ba? So, under those, dun ko nilalagay. Um, that's when I do direct. May soil din ako na minsan when I do experiment on compost and millipedes and others. Didirect ko dun and then I'll check kung ano yung kinakain nila or ano yung mas gusto nila. Kung any veggies or fruits or gano'n. Kung anong mabilis maubos. Ang problema, hindi, pag open soil, hindi lang millipedes yung nandun. So minsan hindi mo alam kung yung millipedes ba yung kumain or ibang sobrang may mga mites na sobrang maliliit. Um, yun. So, I, that's one. I do sometimes direct. Second is uh, bin composting. So, I have an old drum na I really bought, we really bought that drum for uh, swimming pool ng panganay ko before nung maliit siya. <laughs> so, so I, converted, I converted it to uh, compost bin. Uh, I have a small compost bin sa kitchen. And then for bringing uh, every every night or every morning, I do it every morning. Um, so in yung green brown, green brown. Uh, wait, so dun din ko rin nagagamit yung dried leaves na ninanakaw ko sa kitchen. And then I have a lot of paper. So I work in the office and usually we print stuff or we print documents. And then those documents... Even payslip, yung may mga payslip na sa paper, other things, flat. So, I have many paper that I usually don't throw. And then, we brought a shredder, maliit lang, na for paper, paper shredder. And then, I shred the paper and add it. So, ngayon, since walang school, wala kong dried leaves. <laughs> uh, I use, um, I use that. I, I am using those papers for browns. Also on browns, I do, because we have a lot, ngayon, lalo na ngayon, daming, we do the, a lot of deliveries. Uh, even veggies, even ano. So most of the deliveries are in cartons or paper bag. So I always save that because for some reasons, um, I think ang millipedes, mas, mas, 
carbon, mas parang mas ano sila eh, mas cartons and less mm-hmm. fruits. Uh, mas decaying branches or roots than decaying plants. Ayan, so vermicast, vermicomposting. Um, actually, I started with ANC, yung African Nightcrawlers. I bought. Uh, wait lang. Sige, go. Kuha ka lang. Mamayang hapon. Okay. Sige lang, kuha ka lang. Yung malaki, sige rin. Kasi puputulin ko na dapat, di ko pa maputol. Sige, may pang putol pa. I love it. Ano, anong tingingi niya? Malung... Malunggay. Nice. So, dati, this malunggay came from yung house sa harap. Hindi, walang house dati. And sobrang laki niya. And it's all filled. And then, someone planted malunggay. Nung, nung tinatayo na yung house, we took, I took some. I took one. So, ito na siya. Tapos... Yeah. Uh, pag may humingi, okay lang. Kasi madami naman siya, I can't use up all. And then I also have a backup. Mayroon ng backup sa likod na dalawa din na malunggay. So, nanghingi ng malunggay. <laughs> nice. Bakit mo puputulin? Kasi pag tumataas na siya, um, nasa side siya ng kuryente. Ah, okay. So, pag tumataas, Uh, there times na actually may isang sako pa ako ng sobrang daming buto nung yung pads, malunggay pads na andun yung buto. Hindi ko pa alam kung nabibu. Um, and then, Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> with, I like the idea or yung concept ng parang off-grid where, especially when during the lockdown, no, na Um, at some point, you will be able to sustain yourself or your family with what you have, things around. Um, and less dependent on the outside uh, forces. So I was buying vermicast to help. You know? And the vermicast na plant shop, um, nagwala ng delivery kasi wala lahat before, di ba? So, wala lahat. Walang delivery even yung mga soil. So, you really have to find a way. At that time, meron nang nagbibenta ng um, African night colors. So, I said, sige, kung hindi ako makabili ng vermicast, I will make my vermicast. Um, so, I tried to set up um, ANC. Uh, uh, a bin. Vermi bin. Worm bin. Tapos, eh, for some reason, syempre, learnings, madami. And then, um, siguro mga two months, parang, kumukonti. Yung, parang one pound yata, yung ginili ko, kumukonti na yung worms. <laughs> parang may namamatay, tapos may mga, so madaming, madaming discoveries. And then, um, I started to do, uh, I started to mix the millipedes. So now, I have a bin na, uh, I have a bin na, uh, African night crawlers na, but I have another bin with a mixture of, maybe next time, after I, pagka-harvest ko nung vermicans, uh, separate ko na na purely millipedes lang. And then, 
um, African night toilets. And she may be seated to defend. Kung sabi nga nilang, mas maganda nga yun. Or mas maraming nutrients nga yun sa Philippines. Right. Ano pang ibang composting? Um, sometimes, cartons, I also direct on soil. So, I put it on soil uh, because we have there are stray cats dahil po sa legal sa mga kapitbahay. Tapos, since marami akong soil, loose soil, they gustang-gusta nila yun, di ba? So, I covered. I covered it with um, yung mga cartons. Uh, and then, even biyadagdagan ko pa ng um, coffee grounds from Starbucks. The free, the free coffee grounds. So, yun din. I also get mostly when I can. Um, and then, I spread it around. Um, so, double purpose compost nutrients and also to push away. Ayaw daw ng pusa yung amoy ng kape. Nice, nice. You know, what I've noticed ever since I started following you on Instagram and now that you're telling me about what you do in your garden, it seems like it's very, like it's quite scientific how you approach things. Like you, you have a control and then you have something you do differently. Is that like have you are you like that in everything or is it in gardening? Um, based on experience, also, I believe you have to do it really do it on your own and try to see it for yourself. Uh, not everything we read on the internet uh, applies to everyone. No, so if you try to read a lot of gardening, American gardening, or Western gardening, iba yung environment nila, iba yung weather nila, iba yung conditions nila versus us. And so, I also try to to watch videos and read mga, yung mga local na, na yung mga local bloggers. And then, so for example, companion planting, I try to look at this. I was, palitan ko na yung luya, palitan ko ng okra. And then I check, eh, ang nagkasabay ko, hindi, sabi okra and pechay would be a good companion plant. And we love, I want, I like okra, I like, we very much love okra. And I like pechay. And I think it was the first time I was going to try pechay. So, nag-grow, gumawa ng rows of okra and rows of pechay. And then, okay na, nag-germinate sila, lalaki sila, and then, um, I was so excited, and then suddenly, okra is growing, growing bigger from the pet side, growing bigger, and then, yan, itong araw na to, natatabunan na niya, and pet loves the sun, diba, and needs the sun. So, wala. So, if some things you can read, they will say, but um, there's not a lot of information, but then, even if it's the internet, there's some things that they don't say. Diba? Sometimes, even on our Instagram, hindi mo alam lahat. Hindi mo alam kung anong nangyayari. So, you have to do it for yourself and try it. Um, so, companion planting, not because when they say na ito yung maganda magkasama, you still have to think what happens or what happens to Pecha, what happens to Okra, what do they need, not just 
not just some on the soil, but also on water and also on the sun and everything, and how they grow. Yung beans naman, I was, I was uh, following worm bean uh, grade, how to prepare a worm bean or create a worm bean, American way. So, may butas. Hindi kailangan butasan yung ilalim, pero butasan lang yung gilid and yung ibabaw or make holes. And then, when I bought the the worms, tapos, as in the night, that night, paggising ko na umaga, ang daming worms sa labas ng bin. And then, lahat sila nandun sa corner ng bin. So, parang anong nangyayari? Parang, babe, ayaw ba nila yung ayaw ba nila yung um, bed that I prepared or are they hungry or there's so many questions and then I realized I tried to look at local I tried to look at worm kubo si worm kubo um, says eh dati ayoko munang bumili uh, I said maybe I'll just try I'll, I'll make one my own parang meron siyang unang-unang vlog din or unang-unang post that he said that she said na iba yung worm bin ng in the western versus us because masyadong mainit yung weather natin the worms need more oxygen needs more air than so small holes will not work so I have to make the whole cover yung buong lead um, screen so ganun kalaki yung air then yun but unfortunately Ang dami nang namatay. <laughs> Ang dami nang namatay. And then, nabawasan na siya. And then, yun. So, now, I have mixed worm and millipedes. Um, the millipedes, I don't have to buy. I just see it on the, everywhere. And then, now, I'm trying to put some in the bin. And everyone is free roaming pa rin. So that was quite a journey from making bonsai versions of our native trees to growing his own vegetables and even fruit trees for his family. I personally like the bit where a neighbor asked for some malunggay. That was just awesome and I'm so glad to have caught it on audio. So I wonder what our Captain Numbers think. Yeah, I like how he shares his journey from when he started to to where he is now he went from planting native bonsai trees to and then planting veggies and what was nice about that was he's just like anyone else you know he's working he's a professional he's raising a family all the while trying to just cultivate you know his his garden or his his his, his food forest as he mentioned earlier so i it for me, it was inspiring that to hear someone this time around uh, who's busy with other things in life, that things that other people are busy with, it, and he himself is actually working in the office spot of all you know at this time where you think everyone's working at home, but he's still trying to find a way to 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 grow his his um his plants and his this you know, his food forest, and it's really inspiring. It it it's just a reminder to me that. Regardless of how busy you are, if you're, if you have a family, or if you have work, or a business, or you know, or whatnot, um, you can still find the time. You know, your garden and whatever you're growing can adjust to you, and you can adjust to that, adjust to whatever you're growing. It's it's different for different people, you know. Um, and um, I like that 
he was exp he mentioned a lot of mistakes and uh, he mentioned a lot of things that he transitioned from the you know, the bonsai to to planting the, these you know plants and these vegetables and and I thought that was nice. He was just open to experimentation and I guess that's a common thread with all the other interviews we've had so far. Um, to to each their own, you know, and I I like that and um, yeah, those were some of the points that stuck out to me the most in the first part. One of the things that really stuck out to me was the military experience or story. How he really, he thought they were pests. And I thought, I, you know, until I talked to him that millipedes didn't really do anything. But then um, from by doing research and reading up on it, it's actually just like, just like our worm, like you can have a worm bin of millipedes and use their castings as, uh, compost. You can have a milli bean. Yeah. <laughs> and have milli poo. Yeah, milli poo. <laughs> yeah, well, I like that term, milli poo. Did you just say milli poo? I was like, oh wow, that's that's a first. Yeah. That that's new to me then. The milli casting or the using the milli poo. I thought that was interesting, and that that's a, actually that's another aspect of of the interview so far that I enjoyed. Now there are just so many ways you can compost. <laughs> um, and it was a reminder to me who ha I'm just beginning my journey in composting, how important composting is, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I, I actually had to Google uh, the image of a millipede and make sure, just to, you know, just to confirm if it was the same thing that <laughs> I keep on. Uh, in the in the problem. It's the black one with the yellow. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. Uh, the one with more feet as compared to the bigger one with less feet. Less feet. That's why it's Millie, right? And <laughs> it, was, it was really interesting because I wasn't I wasn't very into, I'm, I mean, the, all the, anything that crawls is just um, a little too scary for me. <laughs> Even worms. So I'm not there yet with the worms. I'm still trying to acclimate myself with worms <laughs> and anything crawlies. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting that, you know, oh my God, that same thing, that same creature that I was playing with when I was a kid, sa garden ng mom ko, they're actually, you know, um, they help out with the garden and they help out with, um, yeah, with, with all the plants. It's, it's fascinating. I mean, they were a source of a lot of enjoyment in my youth because you'd touch them and they'd curl up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it sounds so bad, but I can also now recall early memories of torture when <laughs> you do a lot of things to them that you wouldn't do to your fellow man. <laughs> but, um, but actually, we 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 apologize for what we did to all those creatures. I know. Yeah, a lot of apologies. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed it, but it wasn't really much of a distraction when someone was someone interrupted the interview actually to mm -hmm. ask for Moringa for uh, for Malungay. and I think that was really the highlight of the podcast for me, and I really dwelled on that simply because it showed an intramural and extramural connection with of Renz with his community and other people around him. Like, they know that he's rooted there and they could rely on him for something that can sustain him. 
I think there's no other... I think there are a lot of noble things that you can do, but this is this would be part of the top ten, yeah. you know, of things yeah. that you could do. It's like someone asked you if you can share this with them. For you to just say, yes, go ahead. That's the mm-hmm. highlight of it. As compared to being asked and then you think, hmm, do I need it? Or should I really give it? But there was just this yeah. unselfish letting go. Generosity, yes. I guess. Because you have to build your community in that aspect, as we were mentioning in the other podcast episode. And when you build on community, you get to invite other people to commune with you. And I think that was the beauty of it. And it was in the realm of a plant that was just within your backyard or within the vicinity of your property. Yeah, I loved, I loved that interaction. It was, it was one of the highlights, you know, of, of the interview. Like, just seeing it. And hearing it, you know, going on in the background. It's like, I would love that, like, to share our harvest and, you know, for people to just ask, oh, meron ba kayong ano dyan, silik? We've done that before, <laughs> right? So, neighbor ng um, parents ni Chinkin, we knew they had, like, this kind of silik for sinigang. So, I've had the experience of going there and asking them kung meron sila because we couldn't go to the market anymore at that time. And it's, it's an amazing feeling. And it's really, I think, that sense of community now, we, I think we've lost along the way, journeying towards progress, what society calls us progress, diba? We've lost that sense of community, that closeness also. But you'll probably notice that communities that bounce back more especially with what's happening now, are probably those who have um, a deeper connection amongst themselves mm-hmm. as compared to others that may be so disproportionate or already so distant with mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I noticed was going to a coffee shop and asking for coffee grounds because here in Bacolod, there are relatively new um, coffee shops. Well, they're not new anymore since the pandemic, but when you ask them if you can ask for their coffee grounds, they reply, oh, I, we don't know if we could do that because we're just instructed to throw it away. Yes. And the conversation ends there. And you could easily think that, you know, what a waste. Yeah. For bio-waste. Mm-hmm. And you wish that something could be done for that matter. But I've noticed that the smaller coffee shops, the, you know, independently owned by normal people, not companies, big companies, they're... They're more than willing to give their... What's, what's the name again? in Silay? Uh, Damgo. Damgo. Yeah, yeah, there's a coffee shop, Damgo, that you know, gives Silay. away. Yeah. Yeah, well. yeah, they're so happy to do that. That was so nice also of Renz to like find ways to get those stuff for his compost. He was very resourceful in that sense. Coffee grounds from coffee shops and dried leaves from this certain village that he doesn't want to name. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's very interesting because for, for us here, we don't have a lot of dried leaves then. Um, we, we're not surrounded by trees. Um, and we don't... Actually, the dead leaves that we put on the compost are actually leaves from my Chinese evergreens, the indoor plants in the house, or some... Dark, some succulent that died or whatever that didn't make it. It's very uh, limited where we can get those organic materials. Um, and so, yeah, that was very interesting. Like, he's not 
wala lang he, he it, it's not um a big deal to him to get all those ways it's it's such a humble thing to do i guess and yun nga, there's also that generosity about the way he shares his harvest it's such a such a humble grounded guy uh that's what i um that's my impression of him and yeah it's very very inspiring yeah what he's doing is you know it's when when you mention about the malungay it reminds me when whenever i'm back in bohol we would walk around if we were walking to church or walking somewhere um in the province you could see all the malungay just out there and then people picking it and i remember at um, my mom's house we would have we have um uh we had a malungay tree outside and um people would ask like ayo uh, can we can we get some or sometimes we would just, they would just take it especially if it's the kids the kids just go up and they just take you know but what's nice about the aspect of going to coffee shops and going in a way even in the urban areas you can still have that sense of sharing mm-hmm. um and like you said Joe if there are smaller coffee shop i just hope the bigger ones even did that then you know i just hope that regardless of how small or big your company is let's all try to bring us back to those that root community sense of community that sense of sharing what's here outside is also yours without even thinking especially if you're that big <laughs> you have a big company a big deal. Oh, oh can you imagine if starbucks just told all their all their mm-hmm. businesses okay this is the protocol for sharing this okay just give it or you know it, as long as it's clean and safe I, we understand if you're a big company right you have to make sure you, everyone's safe and the but w- with that said it's like when you if you can give it give it you know and maybe we can even if we're in urban areas and if you are a big coffee shop maybe it, it's still possible it's not too late right yeah i mean coffee grounds for you coffee grounds for you coffee grounds for anyone <laughs> no it's true like parang the more we you know we are exposed like to the people we interview and how they interact parang there's something about nature or growing things, growing food that bring people together, diba? I guess it's like nature has like there's an ecosystem, right? And we're part of that, right? And the more we're in tune with with the natural processes and cycles, then we also get to build that ecosystem among humans. Yeah, and also the just having that sense of abundance versus scarcity mm-hmm. um you know the the main thing that actually led us where we are when it comes to climate change and food insecurity is that that mindset of um i just want this for myself i just want this for for my family or for my future generation while you have all these people in the provinces or they they really have that mindset of abundance i'm not using this right now or i don't necessarily need it so you can have it you can you can freely share what you have and hopefully in the small ways we can do that we can foster that in uh, not just in our communities but also in our families because I, one other thing that I really like uh, that bit about 
because he was planning the the food forest, right? Something like that. And he was asking everybody in the family, the kids and the wife, um, which trees they, right. they want to keep. Um, I really love that because it's, it's inspiring for the kids to be given that choice, to be involved, to be included in, in, the, in the, the decision-making, you know. And imagine kids, Seeing this sense of community of abundance and sharing and knowing that this tree is theirs and it's going to grow and I, I have a stake in it and imagine that in a bigger scale, you know, and I, that's, it, it might be one of the things that would, that stewardship or that ownership of, of nature and being in communion with nature hopefully changes you know, how we move forward from this, where we are right now, from the mess we are right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, that was really inspiring, too. Would, could you imagine, like, if you're watching a teleserie, how much the viewers would sympathize with the hero when, you know, the hero will cut branches of Manungay, and then here comes the owner, You know? But it's, it seems so real. Yeah. It, seems, it seems that it could actually be happening in some parts of the country. <laughs> it's true. Pero yun na nga eh. It's, um, eh, hindi mo din alam where that, where, where it, parang saan nawala yung, yung sense of community um, in, in the process eh. Um, yun, pero ako din, I mean, my mom has, um, a, a papaya tree. Um, it's all the way in the back of the house. And, wala, didiretso lang yung mga tao papunta sa bahay and they would just ask, can I, pwede pong humingi ng papaya. They would make, you know, tenola or papaya with malunggay and dagoong and, and it's just so general. I mean, we don't eat papaya naman everyday. So, parang kukuha lang din talaga sila. And, yeah, it's, it's something that's um, maybe uh, more common in other areas than in, I know, in, in other communities. And hopefully, hopefully it will be the norm more than an, an exception. And now let's go back to our interview. Okay, so can you tell us what you have now in the garden what you what you've planted or are, are planting right now grown one grown one i have peppers not uh, bell peppers na sobrang nahirapan ako pa pa fruit may mga limang limang bell, bell pepper pero isa lang yung bunga um i think it's the sun again that it not receiving more sun. So, I have bell peppers. Um, I'm starting an eggplant. Tapos, I have okra here na, na has done its part and then I will put it down. But I, because we love okra, nag-prepare na ako ng okra sa likod. Nag-move, nag-okra na rin siya. Um, I tried sword beans. Soy beans, parang malaking bean, malaking bean siya na so red yung, red yung beans niya. Ganda nung, ang ganda sa beans. So, soy beans, eggplant, bell pepper, okra, um, galabasa, 
and then um, on herbs, I have dill, I have um, the basil is dying, <laughs> but I have mint, um, and then I have rosemary. Tapos, I also tried ube. I so much love ube with so much love ube. And I tried lang, experiment lang. Because so hard to, no one is selling ube plant in the plant shops or online, di ba? No one sells that. But people sell ube. And then, um, we tried ube. And then, before, in my compost, parang may tumubo na may skin na parang ube or parang patatas. Hindi ko alam actually. Tapos nag-sprout siya. And then, uh, some things, whenever I discover things, I think I tried, and I think it applies to most plants. So kung it's a root crop, tapos yung skin lang yung napunta sa compost bin, and with the right nutrients, tumutubo siya, then I tried it on other root crops. So tatapon ko na dapat yung ube, balat ng ube, uh, sa compost, and then I realized, sige, I will try so I tried the ube skin, and then I was I'm I was very thankful I did that. Because <laughs> as in, ang ganda ng ube na leaves. So I have ube, I'm trying um yung kamote din, mga kamote, and then others that I can eat. We have kang uh, kangkong, kamote, um. Yun. For trees, but I have curry. There's curry. I'm trying mga silis because I'm always bad at chilies. So, ngayon, try kong mag-express sa sili or try to understand sili more. So, I tried. Ang dami kong nakastore dati ng mga sili na iba't ibang klase that I just saved it and then um, I tried it now. Um, here, I have Nikita. But, um, when I go around, parang sobrang puro green. And then, I have to put flowers. So, nagtitry ako ng mga flowers um, that I bought before, and then, sa forest, yung sa likod, yung food forest. So, there's in cycle, there's avocado. I have another avocado story, pero mahaba yun. <laughs> avocado, longan. Uh, una, puro fruits. So, avocado, longan, alateris, bayabas, breadfruit, uh, or kamansi. And then, kamyas. And then, so when I was trying to study the planting plant, or reading about more on uh, yung mga Miyaki method or yung centropic, diba? Uh, or food forest. Parang I was missing something. Bakit puro fruits lang to? Mapuno <laughs> ko. And then I tried to introduce flowers, flowering trees, and then I um, I asked si Teacher Lee, si Kalikasan, uh, Philippine native tree enthusiasts, 
uh, for flowers. Kasi alam ko nagbibenta siya ng native trees na seedlings. So, sabi ko, this is my plan. This is my food forest plan. And it's all about fruits. What will you suggest? So, and I also know some na gusto ko dati pa. Kasi I wanted to do it on bonsai. So, yung salim bubog, salim bubog, or malabulak, balay lamok, um, sagpo, um, kamuning, uh, sagpo, kamuning, malabulak, mangkono. During the, during the, during the ECQ, meron siyang dalawang for binibenta for a fundraising. Eh, wala naman nagbibenta bihira ng, ano, balay lamok. Ay, hindi, tama, ng, ng malabula, tsaka ng uh, mangkono. So, I immediately, sige, I will donate. <laughs> But I really love those two plants. <laughs> I really like those two plants. So, yun, yun yung dinagdag ko na flowering trees. Of course, some of those, I can't put all. Um, so, some, I still save it on a pot. Pero I will try to decide when to put it. So I have a mixture of those. Uh, um, and then I have yung understory or berries. Meron akong magic berry or yung miracle. Have you tried that? Um, yes. Yes. Miracle berry. Uh, um, mulberry. Yun, yung tagpo and batangas cherry or kalumpi those those berries and then others are actually madami pa madami pa na nasa nasa pots or nasa nasa bonsai nice nice um when like those trees that you mentioned like the mangkono or especially the mangkono, it grows big, right? Yes, it grows big. 60 meters high. Hundreds, hundreds of feet. More. Maybe 200, 300 feet. <laughs> right, right. So, what is, what's your plan? Like, So, I imagine you're going to plant it directly into soil somewhere. And then... Yep. Are you concerned at all that it's going to, I know, it's, it's a danger, there's a danger of it falling or something, like, you know, if there's a storm or what, what are your plans with it to, you know, address the, how big it is, I suppose? Well, I learned before, a long time ago, about trees and storms. They easily fall down because either sobrang baba ng roots nila, sobrang loose ng soil, and they don't have trees, other trees, to support them. So, lalo na yung if we do tree planting sa mga cities or sa mga streets, for example, di ba? Sobrang hiwalay-hiwalay sila. So, they're very much open in air. So, when storm comes, sobrang wala silang support. So, one, if I think same applies with small plants. If you trim, roots grow bigger. Um, they create more roots. So they can support more, create more leaves again. So I think the more you trim, the more it will spread out roots. 
Um, that's one. Um, so, and definitely, I will need to train because I don't think I will make them big enough. Like, because uh, I'm in a city, I, I, I'm in a village. So, concern Korean yung yung leaves falling into the neighbors, no? Um, so I will train for more roots. The other one is since they are highly dense, planted together. So I'm hoping they will support each other and hindi madaling matumba. If you heard of yung Miyaki, Miyaki method, um, he applied that because they had a tsunami in Japan. So yung, yung discovery niya or yung learning niya is, that, is saying that because the trees that were surrounding or near the beach where tree planting approach na sobrang hiwalay-hiwalay um, and was not ready for a tsunami. So, when they um, rehabilitated that part of Japan, yun yung sinari niyang method na you have to put it, you have to put more plants together so they can support each other and more native trees because they grow stronger, they grow faster in that environment. Sounds great. We can put some links to the is it Miyaki method, right? Yeah, Miyaki method. Right. So for more information on that. Um I was I was wondering, since you plant so many vegetables, uh do you have to deal with a lot of pests? And what are those pests that you deal with? Of course there's different kinds of caterpillars or moth flies. Kamatis always has that leaf miners. Sa okra, okra has aphids and ants. So, no una aphids lang. And then the ants will go into the aphids. And then for some reason, I think because when I, for example, when I spray um, neem oil for aphids, nawawala yung aphids. Pero wala nang kinakain yung ants. So then the ants are started starting to eat the okra. <laughs> so parang this it's really true when they say you have to put balance, not take out the problem, but make the make the problem the solution. So the aphids are there for some reason. The ants will be there. But just try to control, not eliminate everything, so that there's balance. Parang ganun. So, minsan, so kung may mga caterpillar, I just take out some. I leave some. Uh, so, meron pa rin magiging butterfly. For the leaf miners, do you do anything to get rid of them? I, I think as much as you would want to spray anything, I'm usually scared. Even yung neem oil, parang minsan nagatakot pa ako sa neem oil. Even yung mixture na lalagyan mo ng konting sabon and, or sili and spray, mga ganun. But I think that I have to prove <laughs> or I have to read more that if you provide really good soil and if the plants are really healthy, they can fight the pests or they can... Ano. So usually kasi kung leaf miners, if they think the pest, they think that the, the plants are weak, they will take advantage. 
So, you will notice that um, leaf miners are more present in um, less healthy tomatoes. But, um, I have, I, the last tomato batch that I did, na medyo okay siya, was less leaf miners, pero until I have a different disease. Parang, yung nagda-dry yung ano, nagda-dry yung leaves niya. I don't know what the disease, but I had, parang nung towards the end na naman siya nangyayari. That's one of the things I think. You really, if the plant is really healthy, same with people, diba? If we are healthy, we can fight um, diseases, we can fight viruses. I think same goes with plants. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, to concentrate, or like, to pay a lot of attention to the soil, diba? The, the health of the soil where the plants grow. Yeah, there's this one hashtag, don't feed the plant, feed the soil. Right. Because a, a lot of people think you have to feed the plant, water it, or uh, feed it with fertilizers, or feed it with uh, so many, so many uh, vitamins. But you need to concentrate, you need to focus on the soil, because the soil is where the roots live, or where the plants live, and it's the environment where uh, the, the sun and the water it's constant yeah. you can make it constant but it's so hard to make the soil perfect for the plants so I think that's that's where we all should focus on and then um, before we end this conversation do you have um, we have something called Tanum Tips so, <laughs> do you have anything, like any advice, maybe specifically for urban gardeners on on having, on growing their own food or maintaining a garden? If you're doing containers, yung mga plastic, then you have to be ready with time to spend on taking care of your plants because they are in a, they are in containers. The young environment ng soil is closed for the parang microorganisms to work in the soil. So the soil creatures, it's hard to access them unless they go through under yung mga butas ng ano ng ng pots. So um. Well, it takes a lot of. It, I think you you have to check your uh, your time also that you can spend on your plants because we all ha- we all have this addicting <laughs> addicting inalkadik yung yung plant in general, you know. Once you buy one, parang you can stop. You want to buy more. You want to add more plants. Um, but the more plants you have, the more time you need to spend on with those plants. Look at the soil. So next is look at the soil and take care of the soil because the soil is the home of the plants. Uh, of course, there's sun, there's weather, there's wind, there's rain, or there's water, um, there's air. But a lot of the food that they take in is coming from the soil. So take care of the soil. 
last is siguro think don't believe everything or filter the things you read in the internet try to think and try to ask a lot of questions so ask questions on um does that apply one does that apply in our local setting in our local environment our local weather two you just have to try it and be ready that at some point you may fail because there's a lot of things that you can't really just get in the internet but you have to try it by yourself Thank you so much, Rens, for sharing your gardening knowledge and learnings with us and with our listeners. Before we go, let's hear from our katanumers about what they thought of Rens's tanum tips or perhaps the whole interview. Okay, um, you know, I was happy he mentioned Leanne from Kalikasan when I heard him mention that um, he, he's already been in touch with her uh, to our fellow Katanumers, uh, we actually got to interview her as well, so don't you worry. Um, Renz did mention a lot about native trees, about native species. He mentioned um, Balay Lamok, and I think the, uh, I forget what, what? Mangkono. Mangkono, uh, which is a hardwood tree, uh, native to the Philippines. So if you have questions about that, don't you worry, because the following episode will be with Leanne of Kalikasan. Uh, so I, I was really happy about that, and it, it, you know, it's funny because we are mentioning community now and sharing, and it, it's it's coming out in different ways then in through Instagram. <laughs> you know, I think Joe, that's how you know of Renz and what he's doing through Instagram, correct? Yes, yes. And Renz um, probably follows um, Leanne in Kalikasan. She has her Instagram where she um, um, sells seedlings and and advocates for the use of native species. So that's also through social media. So maybe there is a way, you know, maybe there is a way where we can continue this. This It's a very human sense of sharing and community um, through the new technologies and through the other methods we have. It, there's, there's no Hope is not lost, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do it. And I think it's very um, just a part of us to the, to the point where someone like Renz can transfer that sense of sharing and community into social media and to <laughs> entertaining an interview with you, Joe, with us at Tandem Tuesdays and getting native tree seedlings. Somewhere. Anyway, I can go on and on. But um, So, yeah, with that said, uh, um, stay tuned for that episode. Um, she mentions a, a lot more about native flowers that Renz was mentioning um, and other species, and she touches, about, she touches upon why it's important to to um, try to advocate or try to learn more about the species that are native to your country, so species that are native to the Philippines and so on and so forth. I'm going to let her talk about that in the next episode. Nice, nice. I look forward to that episode. Rent also mentions uh, the Miyawaki method, right? I think in the interview we we said Miyawaki, but it's Miyawaki method, and that also uses native trees. I don't know if you guys looked it up, but basically it's like um, a system of uh, reforestation that requires less time for the forest to mature because you plant them very densely and then, and you use native trees. So there's like a, you know, symbiotic relationship now among the trees and the, the wildlife in your area. We'll put a link about the Miyawaki method. Uh, I also I also found the concept of feeding the soil very enlightening. Because 
it's true, you know. I just saw a post on Instagram again where this this family they grow their own food, right? And they do some of it in pots or maybe most of it in pots. And it was just amazing how much they feed just like one tomato plant. Like they put compost and then they water it with compost tea and I know they put something else. Then I got like wow in one pot and you know, the tomato plant had so, so many tomatoes talaga. Like, they give it away, the the excess food, because they have so much. Actually, that's also one of the things that stood out for me. Um, don't feed the plant, feed the soil. And it's the way we, the, the common knowledge or common uh, information around uh, focusing on just the plant or the leaves or even pest management or whatsoever. Um, it was, yeah, it was enlightening and it was such a, a breath of fresh air or like, I just feel like it's the way he also focuses on local knowledge and be more discerning about uh, the information that you get on the internet. Because um, I've never seen that on the internet. Don't feed the plant, feed the soil. I've never seen that. And that's probably from his experience. That's probably from his the way he experiments on things. Uh, and he's also, as you pointed out in the interview, Joe, that he was also kind of scientific about it. And um, so, yeah, for me, that... Uh, that uh, import, the, the way he puts importance on local knowledge talking to local experts and, and, and bloggers, but still also having that confidence to try things out. I think that's what stood out for me because um, anything, any information is just information until you try it out on your own and you find out what works for you. Yeah, so building on that, um, don't feed the plant, feed the soil. I don't know if a proper analogy would be don't feed the person, feed his soul. And yes. I think that's what this episode has really brought upon us. And I'd like to thank Renz for that because he fed our souls with empathy, with humility, with a nice longing to give. And giving back is what we should be doing for each other. So I think that was a nice message from his conversation. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to say that, you know, we were talking about how we should put limits in our wants, right? I mean, I'm not saying that we don't have those wants anymore. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a continuous struggle, I think. It's, I think what's important is that we're conscious and, you know, we think about really when we buy things or when we dream of having this something, I mean, why, you know, do we really need it? Are we just trying to feed our egos? And I think with more reflection and more self-awareness, like we will find that balance na we'll know our limits and then it will be easier for us to, to see the abundance that we are able to share. In the that actually blew my mind. <laughs> you don't feed the plant, feed the soil, because like Russell said, 
she mentioned like you know we're focused on the leaves or on the stems because almost every day we sell checks on our indoor plants. Bakit na brown na siya? Oh, this plant yesterday, the brown is one inch na. Yesterday it was half in. She's really checking the plant itself, you know. And ako then I'm so concerned. Like, why is why are the plants not doing so? Why are some particular plants not doing well, you know? But when he said that, I realized, ah, okay, there are other things outside the plant. <laughs> that affect the plant, you know. We have to look at the context. We have to look at well, yeah, most especially the soil. Um, we, we, it's more than just watering. I, I mean, all of you have touched upon this already. But uh, this, for me, kind of connects to the composting. Now, um, for me, composting. Okay, we have our bucket. We just leave it there. I'm going to keep watering <laughs> every other day. Everything will be fine. But you really have to, like Joe, you mentioned about the tomatoes that that they were. You know, people are, they were nurturing the soil so that there were enough nutrients going into the plant. Um, I, I realize now, like, I really want to, you know, start that vermicompost that I've been wanting to do. Maybe get some millipedes outside. <laughs> say, hopefully we can start making some millipoo. I love that word, that term, millipoo. It's like, it's so ab abundant of, abundance of poo, you know, milli. Millions, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of... Mili lang Oh, di ba? So, and I think connecting... I, gosh, I'm like going into the philosoph philosophical realm now. Like, feed the plant. We're talking about the community, you know? Like, the plant is the individual plant, right? But the plant won't be healthy if the context, the environment around it is not healthy. So, there's the individual in a community... That individual will not be healthy unless the community is healthy, right? And I hope that's something we could, that's, I guess, across the board, this episode, that's really what we're getting from Renz. So Renz, I, hopefully you listen again to this. Thank you so much for what you're teaching and what you're continuing to do. And what's great is that you're starting with your family, you're starting in your home, you constantly experiment and you constantly share. Hopefully, Katanumers, we will continue to do the same. Awesome. That's it. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Q, Q outro. <laughs> I think, guys, it's a no. I think it's good. Yeah, I think and, it's healthy for us also. Yeah, and and then, yung, I think the the fact that we're talking about plants. I was just thinking about this kanina. Na, it normalizes it. Like for uh, hopefully for our for our listeners also because I remember when I first started sowing seeds you know like talagang no background pa no experience it was such it was scary like parang I don't know what I'm doing I'm so clueless ganyan and I would put it off sometimes because I guess that's the natural human response to things that are scary or that are unknown you put it off diba but once na you you've done it, and then you always hear people talking about plants and um, watching videos about you know people growing their own food. It normalizes it, and then it becomes more natural to do it. I feel, which That's I something that you should say in the next podcast. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll say it in this in this episode, the ending. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an observer. Can see that you're sowing it for yourself to have you know a nice to have nice plants in the property, but in the end, it evolves that you're doing this not just for yourself, you're doing it for the environment, you're doing it for the kids, you're doing it for the house, or many other things. 
And there's mm-hmm. a reason why you're doing it. Yeah. And the science behind it. Yeah. And like, di ba, ang dami na ngayon nagpa-plant ng mga plants. And madami ng plantitos and plantitas. And, you know, even if they're indoor plants, I feel like that, that has an impact. Di ba? <laughs> like, we're getting back to our roots, which is nature, because we're part of it. And hopefully, yun nga, it will grow and grow. And Maybe people with plants in their house actually think better because they get more oxygen. <laughs> 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 you, know, hmm. you know, plants Let me know. Uh, because that's more CO2 for them. So, <laughs> likewise. <laughs> and just having more green. Especially yeah. if you're indoors all the time. Green all the time. Uh, so we have a our our wall is just one big bookshelf from top to bottom. And two, three days ago our kids got a guppy or fighting fish each in a bottle from their grandmother and there were there's a green plant inside. And okay. oh wow. And you know when you look at it in the background of books and it's there and it's green it looks welcome. It's such a random thing, but these candles going going around, it, it looks appropriately set in that mm-hmm. aspect, right? Mm-hmm. And it makes a difference to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another creature, another living thing. <laughs> who, may be, who may be smarter than us? We just don't know. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> Smarter, smarter and more at peace and no worries about the, what's going on. What's going on outside. <laughs> it makes you wonder because we are part of the natural world. <laughs> if, 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 if I think of a, of, of a plant and I try to personify it, a plant would be such a super chill, enduring being that would just, you know, watch and okay, he did something funny. Ha, 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 ha. Or it's like, oh, he did something stupid, but, you know. Or it's a plant that, like, ano, makahiya. Don't touch me. Uy, sobra ka naman. Ito niyo. Yeah, we think about plants a lot. Yeah, I agree, though, that it normalizes it. Like, I, my, my friends, my photography circle, uh, recently, they put up a plant barter group. Mm-hmm. And so, barter barter sila. Ako, I'm just so planning to meet anybody else, actually. But they would meet up and exchange plants in their plants. And it's, it's so refreshing not to see. Like, I know these people are activists and artists. But to see them with plants just, like, softens their personality. Like, this guy is, like, super, like, ano talaga siya, hardcore photojournalist. And, okay, nagbabarta siya ng monstera. Okay. <laughs> so, it just gives it a little bit more, um, yeah, just adds, um, a softness to it. Softness to it, the tenderness that yeah. comes with plants and nature. Parang pagkalaki lang ng tao, laki lang ng tao, may dahan-dahan sa monstera ko. <laughs> oh, it makes you gentle. It's, it slows you down. It makes you like gentle and be tender or something. I don't know. So yeah. that's nice. That's nice. That's a nice effect, actually. Humans need plants. We need life. We need, I don't know. Yeah, we need that. 
more of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so medyo napahaba ang outro, but that conversation just really ensued after we thought we were done recording. Uh, we decided to just put that in because we think it's it was interesting uh, and that's what we really think about you know the work that we're doing here for for this podcast we really hope that it's helping you guys with your plant journeys your farming or gardening journeys and for those who are not planting it we hope that these conversations make you consider it because you know nothing bad can come out of it maybe a few aphids but you know you can always have hoverflies to deal with those anyway uh we hope you enjoyed this episode and we are on facebook we have a facebook page and a facebook group uh we hope you can join us there you can send us your questions or requests for people to interview we're just happy to talk to you about anything about plants we're also on instagram so we're at tanum tuesdays so that's it for this tuesday and see you two tuesdays from now okay take care everyone bye from manila this is albert this is rosal keep growing And from the college, it's Joanne and Chinkin. Keep planting. Intro music is Siesta by Jazar. <laughs>